The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Gulf Shores Vol on the text box. Ask the question, if Vols upset, are the goalposts coming down? The answer is no. The goalposts will not come down. But it brings up another question about storming the field. And Ben and I had this conversation during the break about field storming. George is coming in here, number one in the country. I'm not picking Tennessee to win. George, I mean, uh, Ben, you're not picking Tennessee to win. So I just want to make sure we get that out the way on a Wednesday. Like, I'm not sitting here saying that I don't think Tennessee's going to win. But let's say we're both wrong, which I hope we are, and Tennessee wins. How do you feel about Tennessee football storming the field? That is the question. 865-255-03, you give us a call. You can hit us up on the text box. How do you feel? I'll tell you how I initially feel. When I think of Tennessee football, I think of big games like this against other good teams in this conference who are ranked higher than you. It happens. And then you beat them, and it's business as usual. Are you happy about the win? Heck yeah, man. You sing in the locker room. You pump. It's, it's a signature win. You are freaking happy. I can tell you about the times, you know, we sang in the locker room and was happy. You know, Miami on the road and, you know, beating Alabama, beating Georgia, beating Florida. No one's, no one's ever questioning how happy you should be. But when you storm the field, and that's not a player thing that's a that's a fan thing that's what the fans decide to do when you're storming the field not only are you showing your excitement i think you're kind of showing how you're a little inferior to the team you just beat because you're so from a program standpoint you're so happy about the win i think it kind of points to Your program compared to their program. Yeah, team. Our team is inferior to their team. But I think, man, if 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 when I think of like storming the field, I think of like uh let's say that Iowa State and football was hosting number one Oklahoma, number one Texas, and this is like night. 1999 or 2000, or hey, let's say when Hypo was there. Let's say Hypo was the quarterback of Oklahoma, and they go on the road and play uh, Iowa State, and Iowa State beats them. Okay. Storm the field. Yes. Yes. Or Tennessee goes on the road and plays Kentucky when Peyton Manning was here. 
and they beat us. Okay, yes, yes. But if you're Tennessee, man, you you, you a top 15 program. Yes, your team is not as good as their team right now. If you storm the court, well, how does that make you look? Now, Ben, during the break, I said, hey, who, who are the, normally, normally the people that react the quickest and, and, and head for the field in these type of situations? Well, it's the students. And you on this program have mentioned and reminded us so many times about how you barely won anything in football as a student here. Your your football record is not great as a Vol Storm or some of the other folks who are who listen that went to Tennessee and can tell us stories about themselves partying and having a good time during the Peyton Manning T Martin days. Where they only lost like five or six games. So put yourself in the shoes of, of these students. These students. If Tennessee beats Georgia. Man, those students deserve to rush the field when you think about it like that. Go. Go, Timmy. Go, Jimmy. Go, Jenny. Go. Get to that field. Watch out for the extra security, though. Like you mentioned during the break, there's extra security because of the Ole Miss game. So if you don't mind getting tased and pepper sprayed, then take one for the team. Can't pepper spray everybody, I don't think. <laughs> so, like, this, this, this question is... Because, like, my initial reaction was like, hell no, nah, man. Tennessee. I don't care if we down right now. Nah, ain't storming the field, giving Georgia that satisfaction. No. But then I had to put myself in the shoes of these students. Ugh, I understand. I understand. John from Murfreesboro. I understand. Kim from Bartlett. I, I get it. I get it. All right, let's get to the phones. We've got Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, individuals. You kind of changed the direction I was going to go this morning. I was going to ask about uh, how important it is to be that second person of these uh, recruits that ended up going somewhere else because this transfer portal will be there. to. We need to be that safety safety net after they grow up and get some maturity. And uh, I was thinking along that line where I was headed, but you got me another direction here. Uh, we don't need Stormfield, and and I'm I'm I disagree with with you guys. I think we got a real good chance of beating them. A good, and a real good chance. A real good chance, mm-hmm. and and I I tell you why. Okay. Okay. Number one, we've got a better um, chance of beating or have beaten uh, Georgia. Uh, we they don't have that streak that. Florida's got on us, and a streak that Alabama's got on us. We have been competitive more recently, and uh, even I think it was a couple years ago that we was we played them really close, and things that went our direction, we might have had a better opportunity. But what needs to happen is we don't need the the officials uh, costing us game-changing calls. Uh, we we don't need to kill it ourselves, but we don't allow, we need them to step in like we've seen happen. Because that, that is, we can't, we can't afford that. 
But I feel like that if we if we can find a way to help our defense, um, offense uh, move the ball, move the chains a little bit more, and, and keep the time a little bit more, but I believe we can. I believe we can. We can. We can play with them. I really do, especially offensively. I think we we can uh, we can outscore them. And I seen us play against uh, uh, Alabama, and we we we've got some fast kids. They they fast, and uh, I believe we can, I believe uh, we can scheme up and get ahead of them. And they ain't been scoring a lot of points either against somebody that's got a little defense. So I believe we I believe we could beat them. But we do not need to storm the field because number one, we kind of we kind of in timeout anyhow. We need to act like we've been there. We have been there uh, sooner than some of these people have against Georgia, and uh, so uh, that's my two cents for today. And I believe I believe we've got a chance to beat them. And I, I think we'll beat them. By, I'm gonna say twenty-eight to twenty-four. Turkey man, quickly before you before we get you out of here, have you watched Georgia play this year? And so, how many times? I have, I have, I have. The defense is tough. I get. How many times but, have you watched them play? Also, when did I watch them play? How, how many times? Played, uh, well, I watched them when they had had uh, Daniels, and Daniels got hurt, and then I watched them since they they uh, had this. Uh, uh, Two. What is? It? Two times. A couple times, yeah. Two times, okay. I just, I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to know that. That's all. Well, I, I mean, their defense is awesome. Okay, I just think we got a shot at them. We do have a shot. Yeah, I, I really do. I feel like we got to get, and I believe we'll beat them. I believe we'll beat them. And uh, I can be, you know, I could be wrong, but I really do feel like we'll upset them. Appreciate the phone call, Turkey Man. I just want to know, like. You know, more reasons of why you why you feel that way. That's all. And if you watched them a couple times, and and um, you know, you watched us obviously all year long, um, and you're giving us reasons why you think we can win. That's that that's better than just saying I think we're gonna win without even giving us any reasons why you think that. So when you make a you know when you make a prediction, this this is where we're gonna exploit the other team. This is where we're strong. This is where they're weak. This is what we're going to do. So that's why I was wondering. Um, I ain't about to rain on Turkey Band's parade. Turkey Band feels like we're going to win. I hope Turkey Band's right. But when Turkey Band was talking about the series, the recent series against, you know, Georgia and then compared to Florida, I mean, I was like, when this reaction was like, man, Georgia's been kind of, kind of, you know, they've been, they've been, they've been getting us, you know, in a bad way. Mm. Actually, worse than when you, you know, when you look at the margin here in the last four games, um, Georgia's beaten us worse than Florida has beaten us. In the last four games, Georgia. And scored 166 points, and we scored 47. And you can't. And what makes it what game that makes this worse was the 17 game when they beat us 41 to zero. We have scored against Florida. Now we only scored three in 2019 game, but Georgia has beaten us worse recently. 
Now, we did beat Georgia in, in, in 15. We did beat Georgia in, in 16. So you've had more success against Georgia in a 10 to 15-year span. But in the last four or five years, ooh. Yeah, forty-one nothing. Forty-one nothing game was 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 heavy. That that hurt, uh, big time, big time. But hey, man, that it's Wednesday for Turkey Man to be that confident. <laughs> man, that says a lot. I, you know, I, I think I think Tennessee has a chance. I just think it's slim. Based on watching Georgia this year, based on um, our weaknesses and, and how we played just a few games ago in the trenches, I mean, I'm not putting any money on the game. I want us to win, and I would be so happy and proud of these guys if they win. I hope we're wrong. Um, but make this pick like you putting your mortgage on it, like you betting your house on it. Would you, would you bet Tennessee with your house or with your car? I don't know. Um, I think Tennessee is going to present some challenges to Georgia that they have not seen this season. Just like we did the same thing in Alabama. But we just can't make those mistakes that we made against Alabama. And right now, Georgia is a better football team than Alabama. Now, they are on a crash course for the SEC championship game. Like, they are going to play each other. And it doesn't matter who's been better this season. It just matters who's best that day. And that's the same thing that applies here with Tennessee, Georgia. It just matters who's better that day. So nine times out of ten, I think I think Tennessee loses to Georgia. But you never know. You need to be right on that one. You just need to be right on that one. That's it. That is it. Bama beats A&M. Nine out of ten times. Yep. And AM was right on that one. That's right. That's right. You just got to be better that day. Yep. That's it. 865-255-03. Be right back. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Good morning, Swain Event crew. Fall is here, and according to the big box stores, it's Christmas time, too. This time of year is traditionally a busy one for the East Tennessee real estate market, and it will continue through the end of 2021 as well. Most people think the holidays aren't the right time to buy and sell. However, it is one of the best times to jump in the market. To find out more, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, at 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, 
Our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit. You get confused. You don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what? So what event fuel by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It's time for for what? This is the first time in a long time that someone will get it for what? And I don't even know who it is. It is right now an anonymous person. Don't know who it is. But I do know who was involved in the video. The video that captured Texas assistant coach Bo Davis lighting up. The Texas football team looked like he was on a bus or a plane uh, after the game. And, whoa, it is on the show notes. 
I will, we will not play it, the video, because it is um, laced with profanities that I didn't know that can go together. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that word can go this word and that way, and you can say that word and that and that way. I didn't even know you can say mf and, and you know that many times. I mean, Samuel Jackson was like, "Po." <gasps> Watch your language. Wow, Boat. Whew, man. Calm down, Boat Davis. You're cussing a little too much there. But Bo Davis in the video. Remember, Bo Davis's name was mentioned with being a potential Tennessee defensive line coach. He's a very good defensive when, line when, coach. When Peru was here, that was a great one. He was at Alabama. One of, one of the best in the country. Had, great recruiter. Had to go to the NFL because you know what happens when you get caught up at Alabama. Nothing happens. You just you just go to the NFL, like witness protection, and then you just come back to college. And no one says anything. No one gets in trouble. That's the difference between Alabama and everybody else. Anyways, so – in this video, Bo Davis is encouraging players on the Texas team to go to the transfer portal. But it's how he said it. Quote, some of you MFers need to get in the transfer portal. You want to go? Get in the MFer, is what he said. You know why he wasn't happy? Why he decided to pop off the way he did? Because players are laughing after losing. After losing a game. And if you have played at a competitive level, you will understand why Bo Davis is upset. And you will probably be on the side of Bo Davis if you have played High competition sports. You probably will understand. If you haven't, you probably think Bo Davis is over the top here. I do not think Bo Davis is over the top, and I'm on the side of Bo Davis. And it tells me a lot about the situation that's going on with, with that Texas locker room that this was even recorded. Mm-hmm. This was even recorded. That's the for what for me. Who recorded this? Yes. That's the for what. Like, this coach is going off. Why? Because there are hundreds and thousands of people that give their lives, their livelihood for Texas football. There's coaches that you can argue are overpaid. That's fine, whatever. The market says, you know, they, they're getting what the market's willing to pay them, but they make a lot of money. Cool, whatever. But you have donors, fans that are trying to rub two nickels together to go to the game. That their whole world hinges on the success of the football team. And it's one thing to lose, but it's nothing when you lose and you're laughing about it. Just imagine how you felt when a couple years ago 
you saw Tennessee losing, and you had some players on the sideline, what looked that would appear to be dancing. Dancing. How does that make you feel? It makes you disgusted. It's the same feeling from the Tennessee Vanderbilt game in yeah. 2018. Like they, they just they, they don't understand. And I remember, and in, in 2005, I remember where we had an assistant coach. I won't mention his name because. I think that's that's sacred. It stays in the locker room. But I remember it was a meeting room. And it was an offensive meeting room. And then it was a defensive meeting room. It split up. And one of the players was was talking to another player during the meeting. While the coach was talking. And the coach stopped the meeting and went Bo Davis. And at that time, you know, we were we were struggling record-wise. And that coach made it clear. He's like, yo, there's like people's livelihoods on the line here. Livelihoods on the line. When you got fans that make comments to coaches' kids at school and the kids at school mess with the, the, the coaches' kids that, you know, that go to that school. Like, folks don't realize it's not a laughing matter at all. So I just, man, that, that's a for what for me. And that lets you know why Texas is where they are right now and what Steve Sarkeesian has to do to clean that up. That culture is terrible. That culture is terrible. And this is why coaches, and Hypo has said it, I think Pruitt has said it, I think Butch Jones has said it before in a press conference. He shared how hurt the team was after a loss. And listening to that probably in real time, you didn't think it was relevant to know that information. But when you hear stuff like this, it is relevant because you know that your players care. They take pride in their work. They take pride in the result. And you can deal, you can work with that. Like you can work with that. I remember that Pruitt, that Pruitt um, press conference after we lost to Georgia on the road. And he was almost to tears. Because his players were hurting. And what did we see the following weeks after that? Man, the team started playing well, went on the stretch run, went to a bowl game. That's why those coaches mentioned that. Because sometimes we think just because a team loses, we think that the players and the coaches don't care as much as we do. And that's not the case. That's not the case all the time. But this scenario here with Texas, like if I'm a Texas fan right now, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that your coach had to have that type of talk with the team 
over laughing after a loss. Like, I have lost games on the road. The whole plane flight was, you can hear a pin drop. Whole plane flight. Whole bus ride. Losing to Auburn my freshman year. The whole flight. Not one, not, didn't hear one word. That's a for what for me, man. I, I, that is, that is crazy. I feel bad for those coaches at Texas. But they making a lot of money. That's not the point. Money is not, it's not always about money. They got to coach some dudes that don't care. Like, that's, that's not why you coach this game. That's not why you're getting coaching. That's, that's, that is something else. All right. Uh, going back to the text box. Foster said they haven't cared in two or three years. This year, no problem. Oh, yeah, downtown Vol says Pruitt tearing up after the UGA game was his first year. We didn't, we didn't go to a ball game. Well, oh, But they turned around and beat Auburn. That's right. It was the first year. It was 18. That's right. That's right. You're right, downtown Vol. But they did turn around and play to Auburn. Yep. Sweet by week, I believe, and then went to mm-hmm. Auburn and beat them. That's when Ty Chandler went off and Garantano had off. Yeah, JG went off, had his best, best game of his career. But that – the way they played against Georgia is what led us to beat Auburn. But good catch there, downtown ball. That's right. That is right. That's what happened. Nelson says, my mama knew not to talk to me after the game if my team lost. That's right. Yeah, my folks was like that too. And it's crazy because, like, it's rubbing off on my, on my daughter. I'm like, <sighs> I, I, I open my mouth to say something. I'm like, uh, can't be hypocrite. <laughs> I understand. I, I, I tell her, hey, just you got to give yourself a time. Like after this time, you got to let it go and then worry about getting better. You're supposed to be mad. You're supposed to be upset. That means you care. But after this time, you got to move on and let it fuel you to get better. Some folks are like, oh, you know, what, 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 what do they want the kids to do? To go, go be depressed? No, nah, man. Not laugh on the way back to Texas after losing a freaking game. Yeah, I don't want that player on my team. No, I don't either. No, not at all. ATL VFL says a uh, win against UJ will be huge. I think we stormed the field, in my opinion. Um Man, they if, if we win and we storm the field, there's going to be some stories on the news about some people getting jacked up by, by security. That's what we're we going to see that for sure. Um, Brandon Luckett says, Georgia's been clapping our cheeks the last five years. What is Turkey Man smoking? Turkey Man smoking a turkey. He got all the turkeys over there. Turkey, man, turkey Man's confident. He likes the way we're playing. I don't. Blame him for liking the way we're playing. I'm just not going to be that confident. Court Vall says their corners are suspect at times, so our receiver group can make them pay. This is something we talked about yesterday, Ben. When you look at their defense, their interior is not a place you want to look for a matchup advantage. But if you want to make some plays against this Georgia team on the outside, 
in man-to-man coverage, Cedric Tillman is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Cedric Tillman's ability to catch 50-50 balls, Ben, is going to be so, so important. Yep. Because their, their DBs don't, don't scare you. I mean, they have good DBs, don't get me wrong. They, they are talented in the secondary, but they're, they're just not guys that, that make you think, well, I don't see how Tennessee can have success there. Like, you, you look at Tennessee's defensive line, I mean, uh, Georgia's defensive line, excuse me, with, with Jordan Davis in the middle, with Devontae White and Trayvon Walker and Jalen Carter and Zion Logue, and you think, man, it's going to be really tough for Tennessee to have success up the middle. You, you don't get that same feeling when you look at Georgia's secondary. You do have Darion Kendrick, the Clemson transfer, who is, is very solid, was really good at, at Clemson. Uh, he starts at corner. Uh, you have Keely Ringo, who is a redshirt freshman, or Amir Speed, who has an awesome last name, uh, on the other side of the Clemson transfer. And then at safety, Lewis Klein, he's a, a good all-SEC potential type of safety and um, then you have Christopher Smith at, at strong safety. So you, you, you've got some talent back there, but it's it's nothing that makes you think, man, Tennessee's going to struggle to find success with its receivers. Now, what what worries me about the passing game is the, the defensive line of Georgia, that front seven, impacting Hendon Hooker's ability to get the ball to the receivers. That That's more so what I'm concerned about when it comes to Tennessee's passing attack. But uh, I, I – I, I expect, quite frankly, it's not. I don't. I, I think that he can. It's, it's possible that he can. Like I expect Cedric Tillman, Valus Jones, Javante Payton to have success. They're, they're veterans. They're they're playing well. They're good football players in their own right. I I expect them to have success against Georgia's DBs. I, I don't expect them to dominate or just have success from start to finish, but. Uh, I I don't think that they'll have a, a problem getting open. I, I would be very very surprised if if they did have that problem. Yeah, I mean I think there's going to be plenty of times where they're going to have to make plays even when they're not open with fifty fifty balls. Yes, and make and make plays. And that's where Cedric comes mm-hmm. into play. Obviously, like like you originally mentioned, he he's going to have to make his fifty fifty catches. And and again, I, at this point, I expect him to do so. I, he's he's proven it time and time again, even before this year where he wasn't having the type of impact that he is having this year, he proved to be a, a great contested ball catcher. Here, here's, here's the thing that, that, that you can't allow Georgia to be able to do. You can't be able – you can't allow Georgia to get pressure on the quarterback and cover two. And allow Georgia to play cover two, seven men seven in the box, two deep safeties while still getting pressure up front. Because if Georgia's able to do that, then there's no chance. You want to be able to take shots down the football field and quick game, three-step drops. You can do that with single safety. You can do that single safety. It's hard to do that versus cover two. Because you need time to send three receivers vertically to 
hold a safety. So I'll give you an example the best way I can so that way you can kind of visualize it and see what I'm trying to explain. So you have a corner that's playing the, 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 the flats. You have a deep safety on the hash most of the time. And that is and it's on both sides, so you mirror it. That's cover two. The purpose of cover two is to stop big plays over the top. The weaknesses in a cover two is in the middle, right? Behind the linebackers, in between the safeties. Also, in between the corner and the safety, about 17 yards, between 17 and 20 yards down the football field on both sides. If you send three verticals versus cover two with the receivers going outside release, going outside the DB towards the sideline and going straight, now you have three vertical options and now you only have two safeties deep. They beat. But teams that have great defensive fronts are saying, yeah, we know that's our weakness, but you won't have time to make that throw. You won't have time for your receivers to even get to 20 yards, to even do a three-on-two fast break, because that's basically what it is. It's like a three-on-two fast break in basketball. Three verts versus cover two safeties is like three-on-two. And now it's the quarterback's responsibility to use his eyes, hold safeties, and hit the, hit the open guy. So if Georgia's able to get pressure on us, what, just seven dudes in the box, and put, you know, two safeties over the top with cover two, makes makes quick game hard. What we want, what we want to do is be able to use Henry Hooker in the run and make Georgia put a safety down and go single safety. Now you got Cedric Tillman on one side, you got whoever on the other side, doesn't, you know, doesn't matter, whatever, it's man to man or cover three. Now we can go quick game because now that single safety can't and shouldn't be able to cover the entire width of the football field if the quarterback is is using his eyes properly. So big shot plays don't have to be 40 yards down the football field. If we get them in single safety, the ball snap, three-step, 1,001, 1,002, ball's out. And we're talking about a back shoulder throw, which we haven't seen much this year. We're talking about a 50-50 ball, which is high, a little bit short, where you allow the body up the DB and catch it at the highest point. Like, we can make those plays. But we need some things to happen in the interior, inside the trenches, to create those type of opportunities on the outside. If you don't, then Hendon's throwing into, you know, some some – some danger zones where the ball can be picked off. So those are opportunities that I see for guys like Cedric Tillman. Mm-hmm. The, the moment it's man-to-man, I don't know if he's going to run past dudes. It don't really matter. But he's going to catch balls on, on DBs that are guarding him where he's covered, and he's going to win those 50-50 uh, matchups. Now, Georgia, they lost four DBs in the NFL draft last year. Um, the best corner, who prototypically is a freak, was was Tyson Campbell. Eric Stokes was a baller too, um, was all over the field. But Tyson, 
uh, Tyson Campbell was a 6'2 corner that could run, um, and you're just not going to throw 50-50 balls his way, even though Josh Palmer beat him on a go route, but it was a perfectly thrown ball from Jerry Gantano over his shoulder. So it really wasn't a 50-50 ball, just a well-placed, perfect pass. And perfect, perfect passes beat perfect coverage. Yep, and on top of the four guys being drafted that, that you mentioned, Eric Stokes, Tyson Campbell, Mark Webb, DJ Daniel, Tyreek Stevenson, who is going to be the team's best corner this year, transferred to Miami. Richard LeConte was uh, was uh, drafted by the Browns, the 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 booty the booty Browns, and, and he played he played safety. So mm-hmm. it, it was a an off season of transition for that Georgia secondary. He mm-hmm. lost five corners, and Ty, Tyreek Stevenson was more of a, a nickel star guy, uh, but he, he was going to be the team's best corner this year after playing star last year. Uh, so so you lose all that on top of Richard LeCount at safety. And mm-hmm. it was a, an offseason full of transition for that Georgia secondary, which is why you saw him, him being Kirby, go out and get Darion Kendrick, mm-hmm. the Clemson transfer, and Tyke Smith, the West Virginia transfer, who was an All-American at West Virginia mm. and has come in and, and is playing that star position for Georgia. So I, I'm far more concerned in terms of the passing game. I'm far more concerned – with the offensive line giving Hinton Hooker time to get the ball to who the ball needs to go to than I am Cedric making contested catches or simply guys getting open in in the passing game downfield. And and as you were talking about it, I I would imagine that you'll see more screen game, more screens this – this week, just trying to get the ball out as quickly as possible, because those screens to the perimeter that Tennessee likes to run, those are an extension of the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's how coaches view those those plays. They are extensions of the run game because they're easy, quick hitters. You get the ball out quick. You don't have to worry about the offensive line. And Tennessee has good downfield blockers on the perimeter. Princeton Fant, Cedric Tillman himself. Uh, Valus has had some nice blocks this season. I've seen Peyton have some nice blocks this season. Get the ball out to them and let that be an extension of the running game. Also, you're getting the linemen moving. They have to – Those they, big old boys. They got to run about 15, 20 yards. They got to sprint and pursue the ball. So, if you run that to the left and then you run to the right, do that a couple times, now you're getting the, the big boys breathing. So, I, I expect to see tight end screens, receiver screens, running back screens. You know, I, I expect to see it all. Um We'll take a quick timeout and, and come back and wrap, wrap the show up here uh, in a second. But, like, I, that's what I expect to see. And I also expect Hypel, when it's time to pass, not to be in the same five-step drop going straight back. I, I, I expect some half rollouts. I expect some full rollouts. I expect for him to move the pocket at times and keep Georgia off balance. You can't go straight dropbacks for four quarters against this football team. It has to be a combination of things, and that's how you protect your offensive line. So I'm looking forward to seeing, man, how we, how we do it, what the game plan is going to be. That's what I'm excited about. And I'll be doing that right here in this chair right here because I want to analyze the game as it's going. So, Ben, don't be inviting me to, you know, your your hookups, 
hookup with a press box or a booster sitting in the box. I'm not doing it. I'm staying right here in my seat, and I'll be watching the game, rewinding, rewinding, analyzing. But you know what? Being at the game, you can see more, though. Going back and rewinding is meant for the day after when you watch it the second time. Oh, man. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hour three continues after this. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com dead end barbecue the search is over if you want to get in on the conversation call the iris networks hotline at 865-200-5503 grow your business with iris networks high speed fiber internet irisnetworksusa.com Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. The official UT license plate is available at Tennessee County Clerk locations across the state. Purchase one today 
and you will support scholarships for UT students. Go to alumni.utk.edu forward slash license plate. For more information, go to your county clerk, ask for the KA plate, which stands for Knoxville Alumni. 865-255-03. Man, love getting to the X's and O's. Matchups of football games. Love it, love it, love it, love it. The, the, the chess match that goes on during games. The adjustments that have to be made during games. We saw that last week in the Kentucky game. Tim Banks made some adjustments, but really it's about tackling. At the end of the day, got to be better there. Josh Heupel mentioned that. Um, players, assistant coaches talked yesterday to, to the media. Um, heard from Cody Burns. I think Cody Burns will be proud of Javante Payton's um, message to receivers in the transfer portal from Tennessee Prime because he also had a message to receivers about this offense, and hey, why would you not want to play in this offense? Yeah. Also talked about it during his his media availability yesterday as as well. I I really think Tennessee's going to be able to go out and attract some some big time players in the transfer portal, especially on on offense. Yep. Yep. Look, hey, we got we got transfers getting nil deals. We got um, you know, receivers catching touchdowns and. Offensive guys being used in the system, I think Tennessee's going to have a lot to sell and be able to go out there and recruit some some college football players. High school's important too, but the transfer portal I think is going to be a big benefit to Tennessee. Low T Center is offering the convenience of monitored self-inject at home uh, testosterone treatments. They're just one fifty-five a month for self-pay or they're covered by most health insurance, and they ship directly to your home. It's just $155 a month, and they ship directly to your house. Super, super, super simple. Again, covered by most health insurance. If you want to do self-pay, you can do that for $155 a month. But it starts first, men, with the comprehensive health assessment, where they get all your numbers, all your levels. You know exactly where the attention needs to go. So if you're feeling tired, you're feeling grumpy, you've noticed that weight gain, loss of muscle mass, it is time, gentlemen, get with Low T Center. LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Wanted to throw in, as you referenced the media availabilities yesterday, talked to Cody Burns, talked to Brian Jean-Marie, uh, Matthew Butler spoke with the media as well. Uh, the constant theme from Josh Heupel, Matthew Butler, Brian Jean-Marie. In terms of the Kentucky defensive struggles, a large part of it was was tackling. That, that's that's been the consistent theme from from several coaches and players. That uh, it was mostly tackling. That that's what Matthew Butler pinned it all on. Um, Brian Jean-Marie did go a, a little more uh, in detail, said that he didn't like, and maybe he was more so speaking strictly to the linebackers because that's obviously the, the position, position that he coaches, but uh, he, he did 
talk about the defense as a whole, and, and he did not think that Tennessee matched Kentucky's physicality well in the first quarter, but did so throughout the remainder of the game. Once it did adjust to the phys- physicality, that was not an issue, but he didn't think that that, that Tennessee matched it early on. Uh, Josh Heupel also mentioned that uh, there were some issues uh, with the gap integrity uh, as well and and their fits. But for the most part, Heupel said it, Jean-Marie said it, Butler completely put it on the on the tackling. The tackling was the the issue against against Kentucky. And uh Brian Jean-Marie kind of talked the the Aaron Beasley slander off the ledge a, a little bit. Said that I I asked him if if it was fair to say that he struggled the past couple of games and he reworded it and and said that he wouldn't say that he he has struggled but that he hasn't played up to the standard uh particularly against Alabama but against Kentucky after a really bad first quarter for Aaron Beasley he play, played well the remainder of the game weren't as many missed tackles or any missed tackles the the second half as as there were the first half. We can combine them too. Then he struggled to live up to the standard. Yes, <laughs> I, I like that Brian Jean Marie said that though because yeah, you, you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't want to. I mean, I, it's different for me, but he has a coach. You, right. you don't want to sit there and say, "Oh, that 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 player struggled." That's right. Not that's playing right. up to the standard. I like that. Perfect. He, he yeah, you did your job, and you know he did his, and the fans are not wrong and. Identifying a guy that's not playing the way he should be playing right now. So, hey, um, right quick on on our YouTube chat box, someone asked about Morgan Jolts of transferring this late in the season. What's the advantage? He probably had some guaranteed playing time coming up. Um, South Alabama, Vanderbilt makes no sense. That's not the way it works, though, man. Like, if you're not playing, no coach is going to come into you and say, hey, I'm going to guarantee you some playing time. We play next week or week after that. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way at all. Um, so, good luck to Morgan Joseph finding a place that's a better fit for him. Um, but that's not the way it works. But the advantage of doing it right now is that he can he can start contacting, being contacted by, by schools. That's the only advantages of quitting right now during the season. And that's what it is. It's quitting during the season. But those are, that's the reason why kids do it. Because once you're in the portal, you can you can start going to other, other games. Going on visits. So you can know where you want to go. And that's important. You want to give yourself enough time to make the right decision. And not make the, you know, the, the wrong decision twice. So, 865-255-03, Iris Network's hotline. Thank y'all for... Hitting us up today. Appreciate all the interaction on um, all of our platforms. We will be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. If you miss any part of the show, you can go and check out the podcast. Should be up momentarily. I know a couple hours are already up. And um, for Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. We hope you have a wonderful day. Peace and love. We are out. <laughs>